Hello, everybody. Welcome back to The Pursuit. I'm your host, Ben Spangle. Today at The Pursuit, I want to be sharing with you steps to regaining your confidence. And you know at The Pursuit, we're all about helping you in your pursuit of your best body, mind, spirit, and life. And confidence is one of those things that if you want to have any of those areas, then we want greater confidence. I'm calling the episode Reclaiming Your Confidence. Why am I calling it that? I feel like over the last few years with the pandemic and so many things going on in the world that you know more than ever, people have been maybe losing some of that confidence that perhaps they once had. And, and for you, it may be regaining it back from where it was. For others of you, you may already be quite confident and you want to know how do you raise that? How do you improve it? And whether that's you, whether you're trying to really reclaim it or whether that's you that you want to grow it, the points I'm going to share with you will help you in every way. But I think this is super valuable to helping all of us because all of us at times will go through seasons in our life where we lose it a bit and we're just not on top of our game as much as we want to be. So how do we reclaim that? You know, the first thing I want to share with you is that if you're going to reclaim your confidence or you're going to bring your confidence to a new level is part one of these six tips is you've got to get honest with yourself. So many people today are not honest with themselves. And what do I mean? We have to take a good hard look at what's working in my life and what isn't working. And just to get real with where am I right now? You know, I'm a big fan of affirmations, as most of you would know by now. I love affirmations. And at the same time, too, sometimes if we're if we're denying reality in a way of the way things have been up to this point or where I am right now, I guess is a better way to put it. We just got to focus on it, not even focuses in the right word, accepting that this is where I am right now. So getting honest with yourself is being okay with the fact that, hey, this is what my body looks like right now. This is what my bank account balance is right now. This is what it's been up to this point. And getting honest, because the first step without that honesty, if I don't face the honesty that this is where I am, then it's hard to change it. We're not going to spend a lot of time there. We're not going to stay stuck there. But step one to reclaiming your confidence is getting honest with it not in a judgmental way, no condemnation, anything like that. Just this is where I am. Number two is to clarify, okay, that's where I am. More importantly, where do I want to be? What's the next level of life look like for me? And I've got a whole process I take people through to help clarify, and you probably do too, different things that you do, but to really gain some more clarity on what's the next level of life or the next level of confidence look like for you. And I think when you do that, when you're honest with yourself that this is where I am up till now, and this is where I want to go, you begin to chart a whole new direction for your life. The third thing, and I'm going to spend a little bit of time on this, but the third thing to reclaiming your confidence is committing to a great morning routine. Get in that morning routine going. I mean, of all the performers that I know at high levels, these big achievers, people that are doing big things with their lives. Almost all of them, almost all of them have some kind of great morning routine. And it may vary in different shapes, different sizes, how they do it and what they do, but they got some kind of great morning routine. And so I want you to think about that too and reclaiming your confidence. What's your morning routine look like and how could you do it a little bit better? I find for me, as I look back at different times in my life and we all go through the ebbs and flows of life, there's no doubt. And perhaps right now you're up on a high or maybe you're in a valley or you're feeling like you know the world around you is falling apart and you're heading down into that direction that you don't want to go. I've been there for sure, multiple times for sure. 
And what I noticed in my life is that often what would happen is sometimes that morning routine might have been the first thing to go. I'd start letting it go. I'd sleep in a little bit longer. I wasn't getting up as early. I'd hit snooze a few more times. I you know, would skip the morning reading. I'd skip the morning meditation, whatever it may be. And without that stuff, I was nowhere near as strong and confident as I am that I am today because I do my morning almost every single morning, my morning routine. And so what's that for you? What's a power morning routine for you look like? And I'm a big fan of three things. Well, four primarily, but I'm a big fan of these three things. I love meditation in the morning. I love studying in the morning, reading from great books and great minds. And that might be watching a YouTube. That might be watching a course that you just bought, but you're learning. So you're meditating, you're connecting, you're learning. And then, you know, the journal is such a powerful tool. And then, of course, physical activity is a great thing be that stretching, walking, whatever it may be. But you can figure out your own morning routine, but you will gain so much more confidence when you've got that morning routine dialed in and you start your day on the right foot. So if you've lost that a little bit, if perhaps you're thinking, man, I really do need to reclaim some of that or I need to find some of that in the first place, this would be a great place to start if you're not doing that. The next thing, a lot of this has to do with just being authentic. It's being honest. And it sounds silly to say that, but we've become a society that we're not really honest. We're often not honest with ourselves. And I know we can all relate to that. And uh, the truth is we're not that honest with others at times too, where we're not sharing our real authentic conversations with them. But confidence comes from being true to yourself. It's such a big thing. Confidence comes, which is going to be my next point, but it comes from that. And so if you're not having real conversations with people, about you know your dreams and your goals. And, and I'm going to put a caveat on this in a minute, but real conversations about the things that are important to you in your life, you're going to struggle with it because you know you're ignoring something inside of you. You know you're ignoring that deeper part of you that says, hey, this is what I want. This is who I want to be. This is the life that I want to live. And if you keep ignoring it, your confidence is going to keep getting eroding because you're moving away from who you really are. And every time you move away from who you really are, you have a false sense of self. The ego grows and the confidence moves slowly away. Confidence comes. Such a big part of confidence comes from you being true to who you really are. So the caveat to this is that I'm not going to go around and share all my goals and dreams with the whole world or people that are negative. No, no, no. I'm going to be around people that are positive. This could have been a whole other section of it, but people that are positive, that are optimistic, that are goal-driven and ambitious as well, mastermind groups, people you know that I can share these kind of things with. Those are the kind of people that you want to be having these real, open, authentic conversations about your dreams, about your visions, about your future. Don't share it with people that are negative. If you've got a friend of yours, or you've got a family member, or you've got a business associate that every time you try and share one of your dreams, one of your goals, they shoot it down. Or they tell you why you can't stop sharing with that person. No longer share those ideas with them. Stop thinking that somehow they're going to change. They probably aren't. They could, but they probably aren't. So just don't. But be honest with the people that can help you. Be honest with the ones that want to see you win and have those real, authentic conversations. My next point in reclaiming your confidence is self-confidence. If we look at the word self-confidence. Over here, I've got self and over here, I've got confidence. Together, they're self-confidence. Self-confidence begins with the self, you, the true essence of who you really are, to actually connect with yourself. 
you, who you really are. Now, the hard part about this is most of us are disconnected from self. We are not connected with the truth of who we really are. So in order for you to truly connect to self, you've got to disconnect from the rest of the world. You got to disconnect from email for a while. You've got to disconnect from social media for a while. You got to disconnect from the text messages, from the family uh, um, priorities and commitments, from the business priorities and commitments to all these things, spiritual priorities and commitments. We got to disconnect from them and to connect with self. Take time. When you go for a walk with just you and you don't bring your phone, crazy idea, I know. But that's an example of where you're reconnecting with who you are. You can get deeper answers this way, right? When you're going and you're doing the yoga, maybe just by yourself. I mean, that'd be a great thing. The meditation, where rather than watching the TV program at night, the Netflix series, the Amazon Prime series, the Crave series, the whatever, instead of doing that, you do a meditation. Instead of doing that, you read a great book by yourself. Instead of doing that, you take the time to journal and reflect. Connect with self. Self-confidence is created in the self. But the more disconnected you are from the true you, from the real you, then the more you're moving away from self-confidence. The more connected to self. People that are self-confidence are connected to self. So those will be some things you can do. The last thing I want to share with you on reclaiming your self-confidence is all of these things go hand in hand. We're talking about really being authentic and true to yourself. And the next point to that is keeping commitments and promises to self, is that when you say you're going to do something, that you follow through on it. Now, you may have been in the habit of not doing that up to this point, and perhaps that's eroded your self-confidence and self-esteem up to this point. That's okay. One of the practices is learning to say no more often than you say yes. If I'm going to do what I say, then I can't say yes to everything. There's no way, and neither can you. So I'm in the practice, and it's taken me work, but I'm in the practice of saying no to things. If I know I'm not going to be able to commit to it, if I know that, listen, that's just not fitting on the priority, then I'm going to find a way in a nice way, a polite way to say no to that commitment. Because there's only so much energy I have. There's only so much time that I have to put into things. And I want to be able to do the things that I a, want to do, desire to do, believe that it helps me contribute to my mission and impact and growth. It helps me in my, perhaps my family life, my business life, my health, my values, the things that really I want to grow in my lives, contribution. These are all things. But if the answer is no to those things, then I got to be willing to say no. So in order to keep those commitments, I have to make sure, and you have to make sure that you're not overcommitting yourself. And then if you've found yourself in a place where you haven't been able to keep your commitments, start small. Tomorrow, you're going to get up 15 minutes earlier than when you did. And in that 15 minutes, pick one thing out of that morning routine that you're going to start doing. And for tomorrow, you set the promise and you kept it. So these six things, these six things I really believe can help you reclaim that self-confidence and can help you bring it to a new level. I'd love to hear from you on social media, in a blog, wherever it might be. But check in with me. Let me know out of these six, which ones resonated with you the most? Which one do you want to work on the most? Or are you working on the most? Thank you for tuning in. As always, I love seeing all the DMs right now. My Instagram has been getting crazy, which I'm excited about. I appreciate it. That's the best platform to find me on. I love connecting with you. If, if you've been involved in one of our programs recently, thank you. One of our live seminars, thank you. All of you that are listening to the podcast now, thank you. And if you're new to the show, here's what I ask. Number one, click subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. Number two, 
If you like it, leave a quick review. I'd love for you to leave a nice review, five-star review, why you like the show. That'd be great. If you've been tuning in and you haven't listened to one, please give me one. And number three, share this episode with somebody else. Send it to someone you know that would value it. People need this kind of information. People need this kind of messaging more than ever before. We all do. So let's keep bringing joy. Let's keep bringing passion. Let's keep bringing great ideas, optimism, growth to more and more of the world. Thanks for being here. I appreciate you. I'll see you soon.